Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. Today we're going to be talking about hyperventilation and shortness of breath with anxiety. Shortness of breath, hyperventilation. I know some of that's going on because I hear about it all the time and I certainly experienced this myself. Many clients report a sensation that they're not getting enough oxygen, meaning they're feeling like they need to take a deeper breath or they can't get a deep enough breath. And um, they're feeling one or a combination of the following. This is kind of a long list, but I don't want anybody to feel like their breathing thing is um, weird, right? Like that lots of people actually experience this. And it uh, very well could be from your anxiety. You can be feeling short of breath. You could be having what you are conceiving as difficult breathing, right? That's what I get reported to me. Can't get that deep enough breath. Or feeling like you can't catch your breath. Feeling like you're out of breath. Uh, Feel like you have to gasp. Or you can be feeling like like your breathing is is difficult. And of course, if you have a medical condition that has breathing issues along with it, it may be that. And so you want to have this kind of checked out. But many of us already know that this is our anxiety. And that is who I'm speaking to today. Those of you who know that this is your anxiety, 
because you have no other medical reason to be having breathing difficulties. Um, You become overly conscious of your breathing, right, and how you're doing it. I get reports all the time from people. They say, I think I forgot how to breathe, right? That's what we feel like, like we have to remember how to do it. Well, we don't have to remember how to do it, but we may want to calm things down enough so the body can do what it is it needs to do. Another symptom is that feeling of needing to yawn or needing to take that deep breath because people describe it, and this is how I felt, like I couldn't get it over the hump. Like it was like I'd get close to a deep breath, but I couldn't quite get it. Well, the um, things that are going on here with the breathing might surprise you a little bit. The typical response to those kinds of feelings is to breathe more deeply, right? That's what we feel like. I need to get a deeper breath. Now, uh, however, the body can only, the blood in the body can only become 100% saturated with oxygen and then it can't take any more. And so what happens is the more you are, as soon as your blood is saturated with oxygen, the carbon dioxide is washed out of the blood. And this super disrupts the balance of oxygen and carbon dioxide. And so that's kind of what you're feeling. And again, it can come from medical conditions or it can come from your anxiety. And so we can calm that anxiety piece down. And actually people with asthma Stress is a huge part, because this is what is happening in asthma also. It's a huge part for them is their stress, right? That really kicks them into uh, asthma attacks. And many people relieve their asthma by getting their stress levels under control. So to improve the oxygen supply um, to get to our tissues and feel like we're getting enough oxygen, you actually have to change your breathing to breathe less. And I know it feels like a paradox, but it's just like we're overdoing it, right? Which we happen to do with anxiety. We overdo uh, things and we're overdoing our breathing. And it feels like we're not getting enough. Breathing less actually increases the carbon dioxide levels and it improves then the oxygen delivery because we can't keep just bringing in oxygen. We have to have that carbon dioxide available. So uh, on a side note, lowering carbon dioxide levels in the blood has other uh, challenging effects. Dr. Sarah Myhill in the UK says, it upsets the acidity of the blood and causes what is known in medical jargon as respiratory alkalosis. This causes all sorts of symptoms such as panic attacks, pain, fatigue, feeling spaced out and dizzy, brain fog, brain fag, and so on. So brain fag, I believe, is brain fatigue, but that was her quote. I I am just amazed because this is what we're always experiencing when we're in the throes of a, a panic attack or a long string of anxiety, right? We can feel these things, the panic attacks, the pain, fatigue, feeling spaced out and dizzy, brain fag, brain fog, and so on. And that's from Dr. Sarah Myhill in the UK. I'll have a link to her name in the show notes. She also goes on to say, 
Because we are now so sedentary, we do not need the oxygen supply our lungs have evolved to deliver. We do not produce enough of the waste gas carbon dioxide either. The, sim- the system is underused and so is an inbuilt tendency to breathe too much. This is worsened by stimulants such as excitement, watching exciting movies, but not using any oxygen up, caffeine, computer games, and so on. Okay, I have to comment in here. That was the end of her quote. She is nailing it here. This is just what we talk about in in cleaning up our act in other ways, right? But she is nailing the oxygen and carbon dioxide levels here and how we are sort of screwing them up by our sedentary lives. We are getting excited, and so our body is doing what it does, but we're not expending the energy, right? We're playing an exciting game, or we're watching an exciting movie, and we're not moving, though. Use up that oxygen, and so we're becoming over-oxygenized. But we're getting too much, too much oxygen, and we don't have enough carbon dioxide. And what also? Caffeine, really? Boy, I was kind of glad to see that there because it's another reason I can point to people why they need to give up their caffeine. All we really knew was that it worked, and now we have another reason. We're seeing another reason that the caffeine is causing a problem in our anxiety. Hyperventilation is probably extremely common, and we could all benefit from breathing less. We have simply got into some really, really bad habits, and we have to relearn how to breathe. Now, I don't say relearn how to breathe in that you have to go take a course about it, although I will have a link to um, a particular type of breathing at the bottom uh, in the show notes, but it's not necessary. Um, Most of us, unless you do have a physical reason, if you have a CFS, or if you have asthma, these can be really good exercises to learn. But for anxiety, we actually just need to relax, uh, and our body will take care of the rest. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More podcast. We want to recommend the Say More podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So 
If you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. So let's look at some of the typical uh, symptoms that come along with uh, hyperventilation. You can encounter vivid dreams or nightmares, tingling and numbness of your hands and feet around your mouth, yawning, sighing, sensation of needing to take a deep breath, panic attacks, feeling spaced out, faint, feeling faint or dizzy, and episodes of weakness and exhaustion, muscle spasms, twitching, cramping, and aching. Well, I know that you listening have some of those, if not all of them, right? With anxiety, this is what we're always dealing with, these kinds of feelings. And I'm going to put in a little personal note here from way back in the day when I was suffering with anxiety and I had my shops. So I saw a lot of people every day in, day out, talked to a lot of people about their health issues and what was going on with them. And people would come in with anxiety issues and they would come in with their breathing difficulty. And I had already figured the breathing piece out by then. And I would tell them, you know, I figured out that I could breathe myself into a panic attack. So I started to reverse engineer it and I had figured out how I could breathe myself out of a panic attack and um, anxiety feelings, which is a big part of where my healing came in. I was able to calm down enough that I was able to do that, which only made me feel more calm so I could work on the other pieces, right? Um, it's a beautiful, it's like uh, undoing the vicious cycle down the wormhole. We kind of start coming up the wormhole through our own beautiful calm cycle. And breathing is a big part of that. And people were coming in to buy supplements. I had uh, natural products stores and had lots of supplements and, uh, along with other things. And they were coming in to buy oils or supplements and I would stand there and tell them about breathing and they wouldn't buy anything. It probably wasn't very good for business, but it certainly helped people because they would come back and tell me that they had great success with that too. So we have to learn how to do that. And what was I telling them? I was telling them what I knew at the time, which was way less than I've already shared with you here on the podcast. I was just telling them that I had to slow my breathing down 
And for me, that became slowing my exhale down. I always tell my clients, let the inhale take care of itself. And I know we talk about deep belly breathing, and we talk about that particularly less for filling up with more air, but more for flattening out the diaphragm so that when the diaphragm then puts pressure on the vagus nerve, which in turn stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which makes us feel calmer. Um, that part is the the diaphragmatic breathing is less about taking in more air, and but more about having the parasympathetic nervous system turned on. But what I was telling people is let go of the thoughts about the inhale and concentrate on just that slower exhale by, I was having them just, what is it called in yoga, ujjayi breathing, where you're making a little bit of a noise in the back of your throat. It really slows the exhale down, right? It slows it down. And so we're not pushing it out really fast and sucking up a whole bunch of oxygen again really quickly. So I that's what I did. I told them what I knew at the time, and I said, just let go of the inhale, concentrate on slowing down the exhale. It actually helps to slow down uh, or to release release your muscular tension too by slowing down that exhale. And then let the inhale take care of itself. And the other thing I told them was I got used to taking a pause at the um, inhale and the exhale. And so that was helpful to me. There's lots of different systems for breathing out there. I just made up my own. I would just count my own inhales and I would um, try to pause half of the time that I had inhaled and then I would exhale and I would take a short pause at the after the exhale. And that really calmed me down. So that's worth a try. But we also have some other tips on here for you too. Like what else can we do to get out of this because it becomes a cycle you get stuck in it and then it's it stimulates your fear and your anxiousness and then you stimulate a hormonal cascade which also has you feeling like you need to breathe more and faster because there's danger so it becomes a very very vicious cycle and i think that breathing is one of the key places that we can insert our awareness and our consciousness and take a little bit of charge here. So first, you'll want to breathe through your nose. And why do you want to breathe through your nose? Well, I was curious about that. I am a nose breather, but I, you know, there are times when you're ill because you can feel the difference if you're typically a nose breather and you get stuck with a stuffy nose and a cold, you really feel at odds with your breathing because you're not accustomed to breathing so much through your mouth. But first thing to try is to breathe through your nose. This increases the amount of air which is exhaled and immediately re-inhaled. And I know that sounds funny, but that is the carbon dioxide rich air. When you when you breathe through your nose, you're getting more of the uh, you're more re-inhaling air, and that re the air that you take in that it was our that you just exhaled is rich in carbon dioxide, and that's what the blood is looking for. So that helps that helps get that balance back again. That's why 
they in the day they would give hyperventilating people a paper bag because you would breathe out into it and then you would rebreathe that air and that air is rich in carbon dioxide second tip is to just breathe more slowly everything we do nowadays seems to be fast or um abbreviated or in a hurry and so Uh, even our breathing. So let's just slow it down. I mentioned some tips for that just a few seconds ago. Next thing you want to do is if you catch yourself sighing or yawning a lot uh, or, or trying to take that deep breath, hold your breath for a few seconds. When you feel that urge to do those things, hold your breath for a few seconds. Then breathe out very slowly and then just start breathing normally again. It kind of is a place to disrupt or insert, to disrupt the cycle and insert some good breathing technique, which is to go slower. And so that sighing, the yawning, or the need to take a deep breath can be our trigger thought that says, okay, this is where I want to take a few seconds to just hold my breath and breathe it out really slowly and then just go on breathing regularly. It'll slow down. And there's a a mystery which uh, may be explained by hyperventilation. Um, Dr. Myhill talks about her patients who have CFS and that they are all magnesium deficient. And boy, that caught my eye, right? Because magnesium really helps those of us who have had anxiety or are still suffering with anxiety panic. And so why? What is this magnesium connection with the, um, and she's CFS is uh, cystic fibrosis syndrome. And she's talking about the magnesium deficiency is an indicator of hyperventilation. Wow, here we go. Now it's all piecing together. Taking a magnesium, she says a magnesium carbonate may be very helpful. She suggests two to four grams daily. Again, we have Dr. Carolyn Dean's, uh, Um, audio podcast on here, which I will note on the bottom of the show notes also that you can go back and listen to, which is all about magnesium. If this is starting to ring some bells for you, the body's response to the respiratory alkalosis is to pee out bicarbonate. Well, bicarbonate is negatively charged. It's a negatively charged ion and it can't leave the body without a positively charged ion. And guess what positively charged ion goes out with it? Yep, magnesium. Kind of amazing. I'm loving to see all these pieces come together. Again, science is always uh, catching up with these folk things that have always worked or these intuitive ways of healing that have helped millions of people. And now the science is showing us why these things that worked, why they worked. I love it. So don't forget exercise, right? We have to look at our exercise too. Can give us relief because it it starts to balance things out again because we're we're actually using up the oxygen that we're overstoring when we're we're not uh, breathing correctly or not using our muscles. So give exercise a try. You can also try singing and any wind instrument, anything where you're using your breath in that kind of way like exercise you are just breathing singing you're going to go into regular breathing 
breathing that's appropriate for what you're doing. Same thing with playing wind wind instruments. So I hope you'll give those a try. Sounds like good medicine to me. And now for today's quote. When we understand how precious each moment is, we can treat each breath, each moment as a newborn baby. And that's from Michelle McDonald. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.